BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, we return from the land of leather. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended by intended for mature... Oh, it's not as easy as I thought it was. <laughs> it's intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. We change that up a little bit. It's not so easy, is no, it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's just a couple little lines. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. When you have me try to do it on the spur of the moment, I'm like, uh. I've only said it 332 (laughs) times. I don't know what to say. Uh, We also have a question of the day about the weight loss punchy thing. We do. uh, Which you're going to explain in a second. But uh, we're going to spend some time talking about we've spent the weekend at GLLA, Great Lakes Leather Alliance. You were there as a judge in the uh, contest for Master Slave. I was. And I uh, did some emceeing, some auctioning, and some general frivolity while we were there. I also managed to pick up, as people can hear from my voice, either I've got auctioneer's throat or I've got a case of con crud. We haven't figured out which yet. We are hoping for the auctioneer's throat, because that'll straighten itself over a little bit. And con crud is kind of common when you go to... Go to a convention with a few hundred people and, you know, and there's random acts of kissing and... Is that what causes concrud? Well, it's probably a combination of things, but I'm sure that can cause it too. But uh, anyway, anyways, I had a great time and this is the morning after. And usually, well, sometimes we end up having to wait a week before we can talk about a convention and um, we don't get to really decompress as soon as we need to. So I thought with such a heavy weekend, we could go ahead and do that this morning. Why not? Um, but, and of course, we have all of our other jazz along the way. But and we're we, going to start off with this weight loss punchy thing. Because I want to figure out what the hell that is. Because once we get to the GLA stuff, I get exciting news. So we'll, we'll start off with the other things. So. Oh, we have a great, <laughs> we great amount of it. So the, if you want me to explain the weight loss punchy thing. Yes. Then why is that a question of the day? What is the actual question? The question of the day is, um, I guess, how to move beyond the fear of not having enough padding for the punching fetish that I like when I've lost the weight. So I guess how to move beyond the fear, or if there should be a fear, or so, if I have to look at things differently. or So are you saying that because um, due to weight loss, your Somebody, you or somebody may be concerned that the experience of BDSM, for example, punching, is going to change for them. They're not going to enjoy it as much. Or that it's more intense because the nerve endings are closer together now that they're not as spread apart in a larger body. Okay. Or my, my bigger fear is, and I'm going to say it's about me, my bigger fear is, is if I get punched on the upper back, mm-hmm. which I love, 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 well, now there's not that inch of padding you know, padded over my clavicles and, you know, my shoulder bones and my collarbones and, you know, and things like that. I love being grabbed and punched in the side. But now 
there's not that inter tour three of padding over my ribs. So things like that, you know, even my ass. If my ass gets punched, my sitting bones are right there now. I've instead noticed. Instead of, yeah, I bet you have <laughs> with your hands. You know, and I've still got lots of cushion, just not as much as I used to. So, you know, I don't know if that's a question for us, if it's a question we should throw out there, but what are What's been your, your experience thoughts? then? What's been my experience is that it's way more intense. Yeah. And I'm feeling the knuckles on bone where I'm not used to. So I don't know if I should be worried about that or if you should be worried about that. You're the one hitting bone. Uh, well, for, for myself, it's not really a concern at all. I've, I've had to adjust a little bit, but I've been punching you the whole way through the weight loss. So it's not like one day we were playing and you weighed X and then we played the next time and you were 50 pounds lighter. Mm-hmm. Right. It's every pound you lose is because it, the gentle progression for you is also a gentle, gentle progression for me. So it's oh. easy to for me <clears throat> as somebody who plays with you a lot. It's easy to adjust to any physiological body change. Right. And maybe expand this out to, you know, our bodies as we grow change and morph and stuff, even for myself as the top, um, my hand is changed some because I had an accident to my wrist, right? So right. Uh, the how I punch and all that kind of stuff changes. So I think it's just normal progression, personally. Okay. So just kind of keep an eye on it and realize there's changes sort of thing? Yeah, that's my view, but I, I'm not, I hadn't really recognized. When you think about changes... That are, and I, in my opinion, uh, when we make changes to weight, significant changes, not the five pounds I lose, you know, here or there, but significant weight changes, there is a psychological aspect with that as well. You've been used to looking in the mirror, in the mirror and seeing a certain person for a long time, and you get a certain feedback from people as you go through life, depending on what you look like, right? Mm-hmm. So... I think that your concern about this is on the, the surface may be about bone structure stuff. Right. But is it deeper than that? Is there actually something going along with that? While we were at GLLA, somebody asked me, I think Dawn's lost a lot of weight. Is it okay for me to say something to her? Because she recognized a lot of people have this hang up with, mm, you mm-hmm. know, last thing people want is that somebody come up, oh, you look fabulous. Have you lost a lot of weight? No, no, I'm actually five pounds heavier. Or... For people to have lost a lot of weight and you look fabulous, but nobody notices and nobody says anything. Right, right. Well, actually, I had a different issue. The last time I lost some weight, I haven't lost this much before, but um, the last time I was on a a weight loss thing, it's been many years ago, someone told me how great I looked and I fell off the wagon that day and gained it all back plus more. So there's a lot of psychological stuff going on there as well. So, all right. Well, if anybody else has got anything to... um, work with this and I because I do I still have a little bit of fear there as well I'm used to having my sides punched Mm -hmm. I like having my sides punched and now I'm like oh crap but the ribs are closer so should I be worried about this should I mention it should I you know but uh if you're if you're I I I like how you said you're keeping up with me that you're there with me with every pound I lose (laughs) making adjustments so okay I will go with that It's still kind scary. Of, it does, though. It sounds a little bit like this. Our question of the day is you asking our listeners a question versus the normal our listeners asking us a question. 
Now, had you gotten any responses from where you've asked this on FetLife or that kind of thing? Well, I asked it on a um, Rough Body Play board, didn't get a response with that, but I did ask it on my personal reading, my personal writings, and pretty much just what you said, um, that there's adjustments to make and, um, you know, just to pay attention. So that's about it. And people find that, I think, as you, I mean, you remember what it was like, uh, your BDSM experience at the beginning. Um, you certainly can take a lot more in general than you could then. But a lot of the experience is based on the fact that I've changed, too. I've mm-hmm. gotten to know you, right? I've gotten to know that the tears are okay. Right. Um, tears are not a safe word. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so if any of our listeners have any thoughts about their BDSM changing experience due to weight loss or any other physical mm-hmm. modifications... Uh, feel free to write us, and we will share what you share with us, with them, their audience members. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, How can they get a hold of us, I wonder? Oh, they can get a hold of us a bunch of ways, and a lot of people have been doing that over the last week. Um, Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. There's a got comment form on the webpage. We, Facebook, well, that's more about just, uh, well, people have been sending us links through Facebook. Uh, you should check out the old Facebook when we get there. Getting... there a lot of people have been hitting okay. us on all Facebook. Okay, all right. So that's lately. Erotic Awakening, all one word, on Facebook. Yeah, we got FetLife, we got Twitter, we got voicemail. You can get all kinds of ways to get a hold of us as well as where we'll be presenting past podcast podcast episodes, <laughs> blah, 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 eroticawakening.com. It is the morning after, isn't it? It is indeed the morning after. So. This is not the peppy morning <laughs> crew show that we have on the radio. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we've got some new subscribers to the newsletter that goes out about once a month. Um, it's 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 uh, probably about once every six weeks at this point. Like, and I, I see this time we've stayed in the United States on these new letter, news, new letters. Newsletter <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> See, I'm never going to get a, another MC gig if I can't learn to speak. Oh, you did great. You did. It wasn't bad being up there. And um, so be, I, let's finish these newsletters. We'll talk about <laughs> MCing. Uh, Ash from Kentucky. Girl Emma from Missouri. And Midnight 13 from Virginia have all subscribed to the Erotic Awakening newsletter, where they're going to be the first people to hear about whatever it is that we talk about on the newsletter. Indeed. Well, on the newsletter. Go. So... So last minute-ish, I was asked to MC the uh, contest portion of GLLA. Now, for those that are not familiar with leather uh, events, maybe you normally go to kink events and you say, well, maybe they're the same thing. And basically, you show up on Friday, you register, although this one you could show up on Thursday night, which gave us the extra day, which is really mm-hmm. nice. But you show up, you register, you attend some classes, you go to dungeons at night, Um Generally, right? right Same right. as any other kink event. But there, the addition here is the contest. So there's a variety of contests happening during the... And these are contests that people sign up for. They volunteer to go right. up to the stage. A lot of them compete regionally first or in their local states. This is the regional. And then there's an international that the winners will go off to. Indeed. So I... I and that makes it just a little bit different, having that contest in there. And, you know, there's pros and cons with the contest. And, you know, some people like them, some people don't. And obviously the ones that are running have decided that this is the thing for them. And mm-hmm. many of us use it as a tool for growth. I know we oh, do. Absolutely. And um, just have fun with it. So, and this is the first time, I think I said the first time GLLA has had three couples 
for the master slave for the yeah. master slave yeah. and three boot blacks somebody told me this the first time they had three boot blacks yeah so it was it's it's gaining momentum yeah absolutely the um so as part of the contest you need an mc to run you mm-hmm. through the activities and uh both myself and a fine fellow from texas named randall were the mcs for the contest this year you guys did really good though my viewpoint you might have to ask somebody else from the the back back but i think you got a lot of good um feedback on that i only got to see you your shoes because i was a judge yes. so i'm in the the front table like six inches from the stage so i got a lovely view of your shoes sir but <laughs> from like, but it was really good you and randall did good together and, and we'll talk about your experience as a judge as well as we go along um it's interesting. I, apparently, I am going to get myself, I'm going to title myself the official backup MC for GLLA <laughs> because I've backed them up twice, two years in a row. They love um, you. And it's really interesting when you MC when you work with two different people. Um, mm-hmm. I worked with somebody else last year. I worked with Randall this year. Randall's a, a pro at this already, so that was really helpful. So, nice. as, as was the, the woman I worked with last year. Um, it was a lot of fun. We got a nice flow. I, I assume we did well because I got a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really funny, though, as you're reading through this stuff, the stuff that trips you up. Like, um, international <laughs> Miss Boot Black was one of the things I had to say, but it was written I-M-S-B-B. And I just, that trips with your head when you're running through it. You're just, I-M-S-B-B-B. Oh, fuck, I know what that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Right, right. Uh, not a big deal. They, just, they, they called you out on how you pronounced Illinois, though. Yes, Illinois. <laughs> um, and also they complained that we, Randall and I did not leave the jockstrap competition That was out. funny to me how that was one of the complaints. You guys didn't give enough time to the jockstrap contest. Yes. <laughs> so you know what the guys are there interested in. You know, the fantasies, fantasies, you know, questions, whatever. Jock straps. Right, right. <laughs> Bend them over. Again, for people that don't know, Think. for the, the um, uh, Leather Pride title, mm-hmm. um, there's a Miss Leather Pride and, oh, there's a Boy and a Sir title, right? Right. So who was who the, it was the, the Sirs that were The Boy and the Sirs. We're all Both up there in the jock straps. Jock straps. Mm-hmm. And, um... Part of that is they actually literally they come out in a jock strap, they shake their stuff. Exactly. I am so glad the master slave title didn't have to do that. Could you imagine <laughs> being out there, being out there yeah, shaking in a jock strap? The master so, slave title doesn't have to do fantasy either. No, but we but did. We did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just to be different. We didn't get judged on it though. We made no. sure that they the books were closed before right. our fantasy came out. Though we have told Carlos that um, if you ever need some some fluffer time in the in the in the contest, yeah, we'll do it again. Sure, that was fun. That was fun. I'd have to get a different Lucy dress. Why is that? Because this one would be baggy. Oh, back to the weight loss. Back nice to the full weight loss. Circle thing. Lucy would be wearing a corset. Uh, dun, dun, so, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that would be a different Lucy indeed. So lots more to say about uh, the return from leather, the GLLA, the judging and all that jazz. I do want to mention that um, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex related. They offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex positive community for over 10 years. From everything you could possibly want at a leather event to dildos the size of a cow, you'll find it all... And I should have said, instead of dildos the size of a cow, because that doesn't even make sense. It's kind of yucky sounding. I saw on a video earlier today a box of, you know, like you can get a beer in a six-pack or a 12-pack. This one was a 99-pack. 
A 99 pack? Pack of beer, yes. Wow. So dildos the size of a 99 pack of beer. You can get it wow. all at Smitten Kitten. Oh, hey, you know what? If you're gonna go to Smitten Kitten, save yourself some money. Use the discount code Dan and Dawn and save 20%. Indeed, at smittenkittenonline.com. So, wow, lots of stuff. And people have been on the ball with tentacle links. Oh, <laughs> my word. So, we had um, Wayne sent us a link to tentacle necklace and earrings. Very neat looking tentacle uh-huh. necklace and earrings. I really and it, like it, that. He has a little choker and has a chest piece. Earrings. Oh, yeah. And then um, Angel Bound and Roses sent me a link to an octopus top. So it's kind of like a swim top, but it's an octopus covering the boobs. Hmm. So that was kind of neat, too. But uh, but but there was a link to a picture. <sighs> Barrick knows me so well. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent me this link to a picture that is, it looks like a watercolor picture sort of thing, you know, some sort of media like that. But it's this big, muscle-down, buff dude that's got tentacles for appendages and on the end of the tentacles are cocks and even the tentacles hanging from his face have cocks on it and he's got this beautiful fairy she's got these little itty bitty wings and she's kneeling in front of him and he's got her all bound in his tentacles and and is using her and it's just so hot (laughs) if you say so (laughs) it's hot i know i'm not gonna judge your kink so many people don't get this fantasy i do not uh, have i do not have Cocks hanging off of any place on my body except for one. Except for one. Yes. (laughs) Though the person that did make my my tentacle, tried to make my uh, tentacle fantasy come true was at GLLA too. Oh, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Close as you've gotten that yet. Did that. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So, so uh, <gasps> Dawn, throughout the weekend at GLLA, I was calling you Slave Dawn. What is that about? What is that about? Yes. Calling me Slave Dawn? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Slave Dawn. Judge Slave oh. Dawn. <laughs> like, yes, I would call you, you Slave call Dawn. You Slave Dawn all the time. Why is this different? <laughs> Except you did call me Honey at one point while you were MC- while you were auctioning, and that confused me. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so, um, Judge Slave Dawn. Um, I got to judge this year, so I have judged for a local contest, you and I together, and I have judged for international last year or the year before. And then this year I got to judge for GLLA, and uh, what an experience. Some people think it's, it would be really hard, and, and it is, especially this year because the three couples were so close in points. But um, I get to judge who is going to represent, well, me and six other judges, um, get to judge who is going to represent GLLA in the international contest for Master and Slave. And uh, the first time I did it, I thought it was going to be really hard, especially at international, because I don't like to judge people. I mean, everybody judges everybody, but I really try to make a point not to judge people. And um, I really had to get to a place where I realized I wasn't judging the people. What I was judging and what I wanted was the person, the couple that best represented what I live on a daily basis. That's who I wanted representing Mm -hmm. us on an international level. On GLLA, it's the same thing. I want the person who best represents what I live to go on to international. So it was an amazing experience. I got to meet new people. I got to spend time with Master Alex Kepler and Master Z from Dallas and, you know, a few other people that I didn't really know and um, got to know them a little better. It, it, was, it, was, it was pretty amazing. 
it's a lot of work. There's judges meetings, there's judges this and judges that, and we have to uh, judge their pre- pre- presentation. Wow, I just tried to say that three times. <laughs> you know, we have to judge the presentations. We have to interview them. We have questions for them. Oh, my goodness. During the interview process, we made all three couples cry. <laughs> the judges cried. I mean, some of this stuff is really personal stuff. We kind of dig really deep. And um, the couples are pretty amazing. They didn't hide anything from us. They let us see who they really are. So that was that was amazing. That was humbling. Good. So I would absolutely do that again. It's it's as a, And we've made this joke before that although you and I are, are at least... I am a Buddhist. I'm just Buddhist flavored. You're just Buddhist flavored. And one of the, the one of the aspects, and not just about being a Buddhist, but how we live our life is to be somewhat non-judgmental. But you were very judgmental this weekend. I was very judgmental this weekend. So, but uh, yeah, really cool to sit with people on a judging panel that I have respected from afar. It, I, I agree. So. I, that, that is a neat experience. Um, and it's neat to be recognized as a peer of those people. Oh, you know? that's kind of scary. Yes. That's kind of scary. Right, that, it's, that, it's cool, but it's scary, but it's also, um, it's also uh, because I don't feel like I'm on top of a mountain sort of thing. Sure. It's, uh, wow, they don't feel like they're on top of a mountain either. They're just regular people. <laughs> it's just kind of, kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So. Would you say then that the, The what you often hear on things like Fet Life is someone will say, you know, I'm I'm I want I'm I'm a new master and I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Mm-hmm. And the first ten responses are uh, there's no one way, there's no true way, there's no true way, <laughs> uh, there's no right way. Uh, do it any way you want to. Um, we have no standards. I might be going <laughs> down the path a little bit. <laughs> but do you, if you put on your judging hat, do you agree with that? No, I don't. I mean, everybody can do it the way that they want to do it. Obviously, everybody can define things the way they want to. But what we're looking for in a master is somebody that takes responsibility for themselves, someone that takes responsibility for their slaves, someone that takes responsibility for the growth of their slaves, someone that is... Um, confident in their mastery of someone else and themselves. I mean, someone that's confident in being a master-slave couple, that's what you're looking for. So, yeah, you can still do it any way you want to, but there are some definitive things that make a master or mistress or miss or lady mm-hmm. or, you know. So, oh, oh, I just threw myself out there. Who's going to bash me on the head? <laughs> I saw that, how but, fast that came out. I mean, I, I just truly believe that. Yeah, and, and fuck people that bash you on the head because that's simply what you believe. It's not mm-hmm. right or wrong, but it is what you believe. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny, uh, and, I, and I, I think that, or sometimes I post that when people say, well, you don't have to hold any, yourself to any way of doing things. Do anything. You can do anything you want, and it's okay. You can still call yourself master. I've, I've responded by saying, you know, go to a leather contest. Right. And, and just, you know, you'll see that people... There are some basic things you look for. And outside of a leather contest, if you come to my house and you say, oh, I'm Master So-and-So. Oh, sorry, no, not hey, Master So-and-So. Sorry. We know a Master yes. So-and-So. Sorry, with all due sorry. respect to Master So-and-so, <laughs> we'll be presenting at Beyond Duty the Love. Da. Master so, Duty da. <laughs> Yes. When, when Master So-and-So presents at Beyond the Love this year, uh, we will apologize to him in person. <laughs> uh, when Master Doobie Daw <laughs> says, <laughs> sorry. you know, 
if you're going to speak to me and you're going to introduce yourself as a master, then I'm going to view you a certain way. That's going to be my perception of you. Right. And I can't control what you call yourself, but I can certainly, it is going to. There's expectations. It's going to set expectations. Yeah. yeah. In my head, if you're going to title yourself that way, then I'm going to compare you with what the, my expectations for a master is. That's just the way it is. Right. Right. And I would invite people. I was going to say challenge people. That's just the wrong word. But um, I, was, uh, I would invite people that want to live an MS life and want to be a master. You don't have to be leather, but go to a leather event like GLLA or one of the other um, regional events or the international event and just go immerse yourself in it. And you will see difference between the masters and the slaves i mean there's still boys there that are fun and you know things like yeah, that absolutely but there's, there's the the different just go immerse yourself and see the i don't know the the posture it's mm-hmm. not posturing but the posture of the masters and the slaves you just get that energy that there is a hierarchical difference and i'm really not putting it in the right words because I, it's you an know, energy i agree it's challenging what is the you know the, the wording here pride comes to my mind I, yeah you know people have more pride in their title of master or slave and, and pride's not quite the right word either comfort confident yeah. it's really there's this it's this subtle energy but that's going to lead me to this other question for you then Uh-oh. but first i want to um tell people that they should go over to the facebook and like us or Fet Life and join Erotic Awakening, or uh, get the rate us on the iTunes, or tweet about us, or just tell your fucking friends. Go <laughs> listen to the podcast. Uh, people that have liked us on the Fet Life and the Facebook and such. Oh, you're well, right. There are a lot. Yeah. Now they found us. Emma Saint, for example. And Forrest Lee. And Stanislav. He's the one from Bulgaria. Oh, good. Stanislav mm-hmm. from Bulgaria. As if he's our good friend. That's <laughs> our good friend Stanislav from Bulgaria. And Jeffrey S. As well as Rigaru all licked us on Facebook. Nice. And then, oh, and then Julie and Marlena subscribe to our YouTube channel. Which I hardly we even knew we have. One, we have one video on there, right? Which is, it's kind of funny. Last week, we played our interview with Master Cecil from the Woodshed in Orlando, a dungeon out there. We actually, that is the one video that we have on Mm -hmm. YouTube. And uh, it's funny, we ran into Lady Elsa, who said, oh yeah, I'll be presenting for the Woodshed in Orlando coming up in a couple weeks. And I said, well, we we just met Master Cecil recently. Awesome, awesome. So this led to, oh, you have something else? I have a question for you. I do. I have something else really quick. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. And you could probably, you could maybe get a ticket for COPE. Maybe. maybe Head over there immediately if you want your COPE tickets. There may be some left. Awesome. So you have a question for me? Yes. Um, Is the, so Dawn, in your opinion. Yes, sir. Is, and we just came back from GLLA. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've been to a few hundred kink weekends. Mm-hmm. Is the leather community more of a community than the kink community? Oh. And in, in that case, I'm saying, in general, is the gathering of people that attend a leather event more of a community than the gathering of people that attend a kink event? Oh, you are so going to make me lashed by somebody because <laughs> I'm going to say yes. 
So when um, I'm sitting there, see, you're going to make me cry. Mm. And that's what tells me it's community. Yes, there's a community with the kink community, Uh, especially here in Columbus. There is community with the kink community. But when I'm sitting at an event and they're doing um, a poem of We'll Remember, Mm -hmm. and they're honoring all the people that have passed during the year in the community, and I've got the person next to me crying because they've just lost somebody and you feel the people remembering and you know and things like that and to me that's community when there's people up on stage going you know I had to go to this contest for their step-down speeches I had to go to this other contest my sir couldn't make it but six people from GLLA raised their hands and said I'll go with you to support you and you know people riding on the mega bus together to get to contest and the mega bus broke down and people from GLLA you know the the community uh, came out and rescued them and you know just hearing all of this stuff and how people has each other's backs and you know when um, the boot black one her handler came to me later to introduce herself Mm -hmm. not that I judged the boot blacks or anything but just came up and and they were crying because their boot black had won and just you know the support and the hooting and the hollering and you know just just everything like that to me that's that's community and and like I said I I know with the AIS community that there is one but this one um wow I think you know for myself I I have to say that I agree I think that both the both Kinkland and Leather have community aspects to it. I think in the Leather land, it is simply more central. It's more the focus. It's mm-hmm. more uh, based on a lot of tradition. You right. know, that's reflected on that people that have been around for a long time are respected mm-hmm. as elders. Right. And I'm not saying old guard. I saw the greatest T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> Somebody was wearing a, I'm part of the middle age guard, which I thought was really fun. Nice. Um, where in the kink community, it's not a focus. It's not even a requirement. It's not even talked about. Now, that doesn't mean that when tragedy happens within your fellow kinky friends that people mm-hmm. don't step up. They do. But the default behavior in Leatherland is to step up. Right. Um, I think, at least that's been our experience. And you get the vibe of it when you get there. When I go to, um, when I come into GLLA, I think, um, you know, welcome home family. Right. You know. Right. So it's an amazing feeling. And that doesn't mean that we participate in more leather stuff than we do kink stuff. No, we don't. We actually participate in more kink stuff. By far. Yeah. It's more available. It's more available. We are more widely known in Kinkland. Yeah. Um, it's all a matter of, you know, we are we are driven by who reaches out to us and says, would you like to come out and present at our other events? Mm-hmm. And although I think there's a very slight, slow shift, perhaps, in our journey to being invited to more leather stuff, simply because we're going to a little bit more leather stuff this year than we were last year. Um, you know, most of a wide variety of things we're reached out to. We have been asked to attend, have been kink-based stuff. Yeah. Again, this is not good, bad, right, wrong. Neither is better than the other. And we have a wonderful time in all the kink community stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the kink community, the communities are more – are micro-communities in that um, – and some people may argue, and we're not engaged in the rope community so much, right. but that that's its own little micro-community – 
Or you'll have a family or a house with of kinksters that have gravitated toward each other and make a pod mm-hmm. of some sort. Um, and really, the, the best way to answer this, if you're listening to this and say, I'm not quite sure I'm getting this, or you think you're getting this, the best, op- best thing you can do is find two back-to-back events to go to. Go to a, uh, a, an event like GLLA or Midwest Leather Conference or Southeast Leather Conference, mm-hmm. I should say. Or actually, there is a brand new Midwest leather thing. It's not called Miss. It's not. I got the title slightly wrong. I'll continue anyway. <laughs> um, well, you know, one of the, one of the differences is that we're all sitting around and communicating and chilling and socializing, and it's really not about the hookup play. It is for some of the guys. Absolutely. It is, it is for some of the, some some of the girls of the guys as well. And some of the girls. As I will know. <laughs> <laughs> I have had two of the best hookup scenes I have had over the past 18 months. Probably. Have, 18 months, two years. I'm going to go 18 months. Mm-hmm. Have happened at GLLA. Nice. But please continue. I, I didn't get to see the last one, but I did get to see the one before. So, yes. yay. Um, I didn't get to see the last one because I got bought in the auction. Um but it wasn't for a scene. It was for a scene, just not a play scene. It was a really pretty neat. Anyway, where was I going? So the hookup play. Yes. So it's not like I, I, I don't know. I mean, I could have got play if I wanted to. There was a few people that were interested. I was judging as well, though, so pretty yeah. wiped out. But, um, but the dungeon isn't the focus. Right. It just it's, doesn't feel like the focus of the event. And it has a, in that regards, it has a similar vibe to uh, Beyond, or, uh, Power Exchange Summit, mm-hmm. which is our Power Exchange event that we do. Then that there's no dungeon there, but we don't, the, the, right. the main vibe is reflecting the relationship. Socializing, the, and, yeah. So for I agree with these leather events. The main vibe is for most people. I'm not say for everybody, but for most people is to be there to be part of the community to interact with each other. Oh, by the well, way, there's a dungeon. Let's go play too. Right, and it was very. And maybe that's. Um, I'm not positive that I agree with what I just said because a lot of those cats are going there because it is their opportunity to interact in the dungeon with people. But I don't think that's the main. Well, let's I don't just know. Go on. let's just say Miss um, Kendra announced that there was going to be a bigger, better hotel next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're changing the date of GLLA, so keep an eye on that. Uh, they're changing the month. And they have a different hotel. And when she said that there was more social space, people clapped. Yeah. Woohoo! Even though there's tons of social space as it is with the right. atrium, you know, people clapped that there was more social space that was going to be available. And so for that to be an exciting part of, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of neat. It's kind of neat. So, oh my goodness. So we had more fun. Um, GLLA, I, it's just a couple of random things that I threw down on the paper. Okay. I was uh, standing with a bunch of people. Who was I standing with? Uh, Master Griffin and Slave Ann and um, Sir Cougar from Dallas and Bat and me. And um, we were talking about flirting for some reason and about how um, sometimes flirting goes straight over my head. I don't know that people are flirting with me. And I uh, retold the story about the hotel key. And if someone's listening, they know who they are. They handed me the hotel key. And I still wasn't sure I was being flirted with. So I kind of giggled it off and handed it back. And um, Cougar looked at me and said, you need to go to a women's leather cruise. And I'm like, why? She goes, because you will know that you are being flirted with. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> so I may have to go try, sir, a leather women's 
cruise. <laughs> Feel free. So, and a cruise, oh my goodness. So I just pictured this ship in my head that everybody's picturing a, a, a cruise ship. No, no, no. A cruise is kind of like, um, well, where they're specifically going there to flirt. So it's kind of like a cocktail party sort of thing. And everybody's got their little flirt cards and their little cruise cards. And they're literally looking to hook up. So, yay. We have news. We have, oh, do you know what one of the other things was that I experienced over the weekend? What's that? My damn corsets. When I'm judging, I want to be comfortable. <laughs> so I'm in my black skirt, my white shirt, my, my slave vest, and, you know, so I'm all comfortable. And Saturday night comes around, and I'm like, but I want to wear a corset. So I ended up figuring out a corset to wear for the judging for, for Saturday night. And uh, then I jumped into another corset afterwards for the celebration party, and I still didn't get the third corset in. And that's kind of a neat experience to... Uh, have choices. So, and a little frustrating because I brought all this stuff and had no time to wear it. And this almost rolls back to our weight loss thing. Now you can wear different does, things and wear all does. those courses. I know, problems to have, but still. <laughs> anyway, so should we tell our news, our, our news about GLLA? What is our news oh, about GLLA? About who's going to Dallas? Oh, yes, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yay. Me or you? No, feel free. Go right in. Okay. All right. So um, we had an Ohio couple that um, Dan and I have actually known for a while and um, had to step back from because of the the whole contest thing going on. And um, so the the Ohio couple that is going to international, the GLLA couple that is going to international is the Ohio couple, which is Miss Brenda and Arcane. So yep, good friends yay. of ours for many years. You actually did their wedding not too long ago. I did. I did. So, and that is really, really, oh my goodness. So I had to step back. Once they won Ohio, we were able to mentor them and stuff going into the Ohio contest. Once they won the Ohio contest, we had to step back because I was judging. So hands off and and no talking and no nothing. And um, then I have to sit there as a judge and really be unbiased. And um, uh, I could say that was difficult, but it really wasn't. All three couples were great. It was um, a little challenging for all of us to... to, um, to figure out who was going to win, so we just kind of voted and let our let our scores drop where they may. But Miss Brenda and Arcane are going to international in Dallas. That is what March, sir. I it think is. It is in March. We'll be there. We'll be there. We are going to. Uh, we'll be teaching there, so we will be there to support Miss Brenda and Arcane, and um, hopefully we can help make it happen for others to come out and join us and support them because there's nothing like having a support group with you when you're in a contest because obviously there's going to be a local person there from that region Mm -hmm. you know the dallas region um what is that southwest um that is automatically going to have a huge group of supporters there because they don't have to travel the distance that some other people do so it would be really nice to have a, a group of people go out and help us support so, Miss Brenda and Arcane. So, we, congratulations, hope, guys. Absolutely. Uh, you could hear, well, had I had any throat left, I would have, I blew it out when, I, when they called <laughs> it their names. Very tight contest. Uh, all three couples were pretty fantastic. So, indeed. All right. Um, other random thing. Oh, Kitten's Darling emailed us a link to Board Panda, 
who had uh, gathered a bunch of tentacle product pictures. So chandeliers, jewelry, furniture, bathtubs, all kinds of stuff. That was kind of neat to scroll through. And speaking of a different community all the all the all together, uh, one of our listeners named Rosie was wandering around on Second Life. And... Oh, that's right. That was so amazing. <laughs> How cool. And apparently in Second Life, if, uh, and we did a podcast about Second Life. Uh, many years ago. Many years ago. Um, it's kind of this virtual reality. Anyway, they found the virtual reality uh, version of our book, Living MS, in Second Life. So that was kind of and weird. And if they clink, so if they're in, um, what they found was is if they go into this library, there's a, the, a library and um, with uh, lifestyle books on it. And if they turn around in the library, there's this wall that's got these recommended books on the wall. And ours is one of them. And if they click the link, it takes them to Amazon. So that's oh, just neat. really neat. Very yeah, cool. so kind Very of an cool. interactive thing. Wish we'd thought of that. I did too. <laughs> but we don't play Second Life, so only because we don't have time. Yeah, right. Because, <laughs> like, we even have time to play. Indeed. Wow. So <laughs> any, something like that. Anything else about GLLA, sir? I mean, I know we were going to process, but I feel like we well, just skimmed over. One of over. the things that we, um, for ourselves, right, the interaction that we have with Bat. Uh, mm-hmm. And you and I, right? We get to put go into leather space. Uh, that's really nice. Like we get to reinforce, and and we had a little correction right off the bat when we got there. When we woke up Friday morning to put everybody in the right headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little more demanding. I'm a little more protocol focused, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Uh, and we like that that aspect that gives us a chance to get back into uh, making sure that we're focused on there. Um, other than that, that's about, you know, I mean, that's that's the other thing that I wanted to mention. Right. So, and it does. And, uh, yeah, you're getting a few more sirs out of me this morning. It'll be a while before that. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no. Puppy's home. Here comes Ginger the Polly Puppy. Hi, Ginger. Uh, Ginger has been at, uh, and I assume Karen's out there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if she just dropped her off or came in. Um... Yeah, we should yeah. probably finish up with the ending. <laughs> we have a puppy to greet. Yay! Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday located at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. This event provides new and engaging kink classes followed by a BDSM-themed play party. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with a party immediately following. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at The Room at the Columbus Insight Center for cutting-edge kink classes beginning at 8 p.m. immediately followed by hands-on guided practice sessions with members of the Guilty Pleasure and Monkey Puzzle crews. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH or search for the Monkey Puzzle Club and look for our Curious Monkey logo. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. What's that, Ginger? People should go over to beyondthelove.org and buy their tickets now? That would be a great idea. Ginger the Polly Puppy has spoken. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dan.